Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Yes, Sports Radio's on, talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on from the NFL to the NBA, MLB and college shooters do it all day, college football, we know who's number one, understand, on the phones, you know we get it done, so call in 718-664-9098 and we'll give you more. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay Eric Taylor. A manic Monday in June, the end of June. So give us a call, 718-664-9098, like always, Today at gmail.com. We like checking your emails. A lot of free agency talk on there. I like reading that. RayandTayToday.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes. A lot of people still buzzing about our NBA draft review and the last couple shows, the finals talk. Ray, a lot of stuff off the field. And before we get to the craziest upset of the day, got to say I love the Prince tribute last night at the BET Awards. No offense to the Grammys or Madonna, but BET Awards, Always bring you great music, great award show every year. But Sheila E. was there. His wife, Maite, who, you know, they lost a child, two children together, was dancing. Um, Erica Badu and the Roots. Blau. Uh, Jennifer Hudson tore Purple Rain up. I mean, like, tore it up and wore the hoodie, the white, you know, the white hoodie like Prince did when he performed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, it was great. It was really great. And everybody's been buzzing today about Grey's Anatomy, Jesse Williams. He had a very, you know, he won an award for an activist, great speech. But, Ray, right now we have seen, and this is up your alley with the, with the soccer, but we have basically seen Colgate upset Syracuse. Tell me how in the heck did Iceland, which is the, they've got the population of, uh, what is it, uh, Illinois, Peoria in Illinois, the city in Illinois, upset England. Break it down for me. You know, it's kind of like the Brexit vote. Nobody expected it, <laughs> and yet it happened. England's uh, a young team, classic. though. They transitioned from being a very old team last year to being a young team. They didn't even make the – the knockout stage last uh, last time it was held a couple of years ago. You know, you you just you never know in soccer and in in any of these any one sport. and done sports, right? In the yeah. NBA finals, they went seven games, so you figure, all right, it's a close match, anybody can win it. But in on any given Sunday, or in this case, on any given Monday, and the, and like David Cameron, the British Prime Minister, the head coach immediately resigned. You know, you got to fall on your sword, apparently, especially when you lose to Iceland. You're right. Iceland has <laughs> less than 300,000 people in the whole country. That's I mean, incredible. Great story, that, Ray. That, that's uh, awesome. That's, but, you that's, know, that's, that, that's sports. sports. That's competition right there. Yeah. No, happy for them. And then um, what was the other matchup? Was it uh, Ireland? Or no, Italy. No, Ireland Italy was took yesterday, so it was Italy, Spain. Yeah, yeah. and Spain. Yeah, Italy to took their champion team. lost. That's that was pretty big too. Italy, uh, Giorgio, 
Giorgio Cellini got a, got a goal and was rocking it. So you'd like to see that, you know. And, you know, everybody's talking about, well, what's going on with Clark, uh, Klingsman and USA, Team USA, and between Copa and Europa and, and Europa, the tournaments. When can Team USA really be good at soccer? And, you know, Ray, even though a lot of kids play soccer, until you have it, and I was talking to somebody about this today, until you have where you have, like, real legit high school teams and not club teams and it's affordable for, you know, lower income and multiple minorities to really play it, we're not going to have, like, because everybody's like, where's our Ronaldo? Where's our Messi? You know, even, you know, where's our Rooney? Where, where's our guy? It's never happened. But we don't have necessarily our best athletes playing soccer. And I think if you had Kyrie Irving and Russell Westbrook playing on a soccer team, I don't know if you saw the highlights of Bismarck Biombo in some uh, tournament. He's, like, killed it playing with, you know, different guys. We would have – we would have our messy, you know, but it's it's kind of one of those things where it's the same thing with baseball. When Once we start making it a travel sport and you actually have high school baseball for a lot of teams, you know, like you have high school football and basketball, the best athletes will start to spill over to those sports. So be patient, America. Like, one day it'll change. And maybe you need an MLS to have a legitimate league, right, with real franchises and decent salaries. You think that would do yeah. it too? Uh, all of the above, yeah. but they tried it. You know, when we were growing up with the Cosmos, remember Pele yes. and Georgia Canalia? Yes. They brought these guys over at the end of their careers, though. That's the but thing. Yeah, it's got to be a combination of, you know, a young American phenom and getting some European or South American players in their prime to come here to try and rejuvenate. You know, I shouldn't say rejuvenate. It's really get soccer to the next level. Right, because right now it's in our country. It's like a minor league, what double A? I don't even know if it's triple A level. Maybe double A level. How many? Do you know how many teams are in the MLS? Is it something where they've got like sixteen or something? Or yeah, I think it's eight and eight. I think they have sixteen. Okay, so you know it's not. Yeah, it's. Uh, and also, I you know I heard you know thinking about the minor leagues, they're working on that and. Maybe in a couple of years it'll change where the you know the uh, the D League will be like minor league baseball, and maybe they'll change the the one and dones to you know you got to stay two years and you could actually have guys that if they want to go straight out and go to you know the MB you know DL League that each team because it's getting close I think there's like 24 now and maybe they get. Ray, you know how I've been talking to you about this for years. I'm hearing some rumors that there might be 32 teams coming in the NBA, Seattle and maybe Mexico City. Now, you know I've always you know said Pittsburgh or Vegas. I you say Pittsburgh or Vegas, but expansion. Mexico City. What do you, uh, you, you know think it's too many teams? Expansion, too many teams, man. I mean, because you've got to have five or six really good players on your team. And if everybody can only protect nine, uh, the league's going to get diluted a little bit. I don't know. Uh, People are playing longer, you know, longer careers. Uh, That's the argument for more, you know, maybe next year's college draft or, 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 um, you know, NBA draft will bring some high school, you know, some one and dones from high school. Maybe, maybe. But I just look at the stars. And, you know, what's interesting 
the stars are trying to migrate to, you know, two, three, four, five teams. So if you have five really good teams and then you have 27 other teams that have no chance, I don't know. I, I'm fine with leaving it the way it is. Yeah, but we'll get to the NBA in a second and we'll get to some baseball. But right now, let's talk Wimbledon. The Joker got he, – he actually had to sweat today, Ray. I mean – I don't know. We'll have to give our picks. But the Joker and Federer, they, they got it done. I mean, Djokovic, you know, he takes care of business. What do you think about his match? And then you go first with the prediction. What, what do you think is happening in Wimbledon on the grass? I got to go with Nova. I mean, it, it, it's a broken record. <laughs> but you got, it's like tied. It is a broken record. It's, you got to go with – Novak and Serena every time. I mean, you, you, you can't take – I mean, it's almost them versus the field. Somebody, Especially when they're healthy. Them. And it looks like they're going in both healthy. You know, maybe Serena's ego she, – maybe she's just a little whatever. Well, three straight they're both healthy, losses, so. that might hurt her ego. But Serena might lose, but you can't tell to whom, right? So you look at it and you're like, I don't know who's going to beat her. And Novak, yeah. I guess Andy Murray, because he's the, he's the you know, the yeah, hometown yeah. guy. Possibly. And he plays good there. you got to go good Murray there, and, and, and uh, Serena. But that's another sport, right? I mean, thank goodness for the Williams sisters. But just American tennis, Ray. Where's our, where's our men? Where's our, our young woman coming up? Like, it's, it's been pretty sad. I mean, tennis. I guess golf we're, we're we're doing a little bit better, you know. I mean, it, it's there's some young guys, you know. Obviously, we dominate with Tiger for so long, but there's some young guys coming up. But I mean, is it, you know, you just wonder like what is happening with, you know, look, we just had the number one pick, Austin Matthews, from out here in Arizona and Scottsdale for the NHL. Patrick Kane wins the MVP, American-born. So those are good signs. But some sports, you're feeling like the great American talent, it's only in basketball, football, and a little bit in Major League Baseball. We're kind of like losing it in tennis and golf. and You know what I mean? It, it, it's got a turn, right? Yeah, it does. Um, it's cyclical, I guess. You know, where is your Pete Sampras? Where is your Andre Agassi? Where is your uh, Lindsey Davenport? I mean, we haven't had a, a – you know, Serena's obviously holding it down, but on the men's side, it, it's just not uh, there. Where, where are your young American tennis players? Right, because the last winner was Agassi. I mean, the young kid Blake did good for a minute, got to, what, a semis, and maybe did he get to the U.S. Open Championship once? But, you know, that's it. I mean, there's been nothing. There's nobody, and, you know, not too much on the horizon. Um, I'm hearing there's like a good soccer player coming up, supposed to be, I don't know, 15 playing with 17-year-olds, and he's supposed to be on some team or whatever, but uh, some German uh, team, I don't know. But, you know, you kind of wonder and you're just kind of hoping. But it's time to talk free agency, right? It's it's Friday's the day. I mean, it's Thursday night, you know, going in 11.59 a.m., p.m., and then 12, 12 o'clock, the clock will ring. And, you know, I threw out there, you know, Duran is having this six-team, maybe seven-teams meeting. Uh, Clippers, Warriors, Spurs, Thunder, 
Heat, Celtics, and I think the Knicks. Uh, looks like Wizards and Lakers can't get a meeting. If you're Kevin Durant, where would you sign? So, I'm at the prime of my career, but I've won scoring titles, I've won MVPs, and it's all about winning championships. So, there's probably only two or three teams that I really believe in my heart of hearts that I can win a championship. Not only that, I probably have the best chance to win a championship right where I am. So, for sure... I would do the one-and-one. One. So the, the play next year with Russell Westbrook and opt out after that and, and put yes. the onus on Russell. And that's money and, and smarts for basketball just to reassess after a year, right? Wouldn't you right. think? So I say? think for sure he's playing. Although he said, he said, look, I don't want to yeah. do this. I don't want to do the opt-out, opt-in. Like, I just want to make a decision in time long-term. And to his credit, he did that four or five years ago with Oklahoma City. Yeah. So it's hard to believe that he'll do that again, though, wouldn't you think? Even though he's saying that, his advisors have got to say nah. Decision, he's got to do the one and one because of Russell Westbrook. The reason to stay in Oklahoma City is because of the roster, and at the head of that list is Russell Westbrook. So, to me, if you don't get Russell signed then you can't sign long-term in Oklahoma City. I just I just don't see it. I mean, even with the trade and your right. boy Ola Depot and, and Sabonis, no, Adams and Cancer, you can't. So let's say if Russell's already told him, hey, just so you know, man, I'm bouncing next year. I, I love playing with you and this and that. Maybe we can meet up somewhere. But if Russell said to him, you know, because you got to believe they've talked about it, you know, if Russell said to him, I'm not going to stay. I'm not sure where I'm going, but I'm not going to stay. What do you think then he should either leave now or definitely do the one-on-one? So if he wanted to stay with Russell, maybe they could go somewhere together. Or does he want to play with somebody else? I think he's found a way to live and coexist with Russell Westbrook. Not only that, but I think deep down in his heart, he respects Russell more than he even lets on. Because yeah. at times, for being a great well, who else player, in NBA who could he could play with this better? <laughs> I don't know. If there's any yeah, point. at times you could argue Russell's a better finisher. Russell's a better closer. Russell is is an assassin, and they probably have complementary, you know, mindsets. So. Mm. Even though they're both alpha dogs, they do it in totally different ways. And so yes. in some ways, that's great because it, they complement each other. I agree and, with that. And maybe that's, that's the way he goes. So I, I think he, his fortunes are tied to Russell's fortunes. And Russell may want to go to L.A., so you might be right. You might see Kevin Durant next year in L.A., but this year you have to stay in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Um, I've got to believe – that even though he says two things, basketball decision, and I want to only do this one time, financially you'll get more money next year. So I, I think you'd have to do the one. And I think I would think that he knows that he could win next season. This team is built for next season. They could win it next year. Even with bringing in a Sabonis, you lose Surge, but, I mean, the the, the development of Adams and Cantor and then – 
your perimeter defender in Oladipo. Everybody say, oh, Oladipo can't shoot, but he can get his own shot, he can penetrate, but he can play defense against a one or a two, and that means a lot in terms of sticking <laughs> Clay or Curry. And honestly, to go to Miami or to go to the Warriors, they pretty much have to gut the roster, all the non-starters, you know, um, looking at different caps today. They would lose all their qualifying free agents. So Barnes, Azili, Barbosa, you know, Spades, they don't, they, do. They'd all have to be gone. Um, and yeah, you'd have a great starting five. I don't know if they could fit in Bogut salary. They might have to do a sign and trade with him. So you'd have the the greatest four, right? And Curry, Clay, Durant, and and Draymond. But then you'd basically have the mid level, and you'd have to, you know what I mean? You're, you're kind of patching up like the Heat did in Miami. And I don't know if that's, you know, and then, well, you know, the it looks like the grass is four. always. The Heat went two and two in championships doing it that way, right? They went to four straight finals. No, now, that right. would be a much weaker East, though. So so this team has to, you know, go through the West, battle its way to the West. Go through the West, right. State well, see, that's what's fascinating. Very aggressive, though. Yeah, but that's what's fascinating to me. Wouldn't you think two things? One, hey, it's easier to, let's say, go ahead and get a better team to battle LeBron because that's all you're going through in Toronto in the East, right, compared to even, you know, unless you stay with OKC, but even whoever you're doing with in the West, whether it's the Warriors or OKC or whatever, I can't imagine Boston getting him, but, you know, crazier things have happened. You sell tradition, great coach, Isaiah Thomas, tons of draft picks, some potential cap space, you know, maybe you could sell that. But And I think the Knicks could sell, look, you saw Jeremy Lin in a couple of weeks. He became a megastar. Just imagine if – but see, also it's this. It's not just that. It's also if you win in New York, look at Strahan, right? He's the perfect example. Two Super Bowls. If he did that in Kansas City, he's not working with Kelly Ripper, and he's not going to be the new host of Good Morning America. But because he played for the Giants in New York, it opens up so many opportunities, Ray, post-career. I think Eli's set. Victor Cruz and, and, and Odell Beckham will be set. There's certain guys that while you're in New York, if you do well in your career, you're going to be set. And I think Kevin Durant, his marketing team, you know, Rock Nation, I think they all know that. And I, I think New York has got a shot. I don't know if they could squeeze in Noah as well. Who knows? Maybe next year they could sign a center or big money. But if Durant decided to go there to play with Rose and Melo and Porzingis, that's not bad. And they'll say, hey, next yeah. year Rose will be gone. He'll say, wait, he'll say next year Rose will be gone and we could bring in Westbrook. And they say Westbrook loves New York or L.A. I, I'm just throwing man. it out there, man. I know I, all Knicks know. fans don't even – but let me ask you this. Why is a Knicks fan? Why can't you get excited or about potential or dream? You know what I mean? You, Edgar, I talked to Preston. I talked to the Knicks fans. They're like, oh, oh, we can't get anybody. Nobody's coming here. Why not? Well, if you're marketing the team, maybe they will. So you need to put, you know. <laughs> but you don't Dolan trust Phil and, and Dolan? Phone. I don't uh, know. I see, I see the glasses half empty with this team, uh, right? Nothing to be excited about. I mean. Carmelo's past is prime. D. Rose is going to be gone in a year. Um, Porzingis, really, that's your that's your young stud, and he can play. But Kevin Durant needs to see a path to a championship. And he and he and Carmelo play the same position. 
Now, depending on who's their center, they could maybe in this smallish NBA play the four. But we saw Carmelo get banged around a little bit, didn't really want to play the four. You can do it for stretches. Kevin Durant was a good rebounder in college, and when he wants to, he can rebound. But you know he doesn't want to bang around with that lanky frame. So, I don't know. I just don't see it happening. Let's move on to DeMar DeRozan. You've got the Lakers, Warriors, Heat, Knicks, Magic, and Clippers all interested, saying they want DeRozan. Does he definitely leave Toronto? Does Toronto even have a chance to keep this guy? Or will the greener pastures just make this guy say, you know what, I'm taking my talents to South Beach or New York or wherever? Well, he played that one season at USC, so L.A. is always an option for DeMar DeRozan. Now, they've said that – now, they've backed off <clears throat> on their interest. Right. But I think DeMar DeRozan leaves Toronto. I have a feeling because – I think he leaves Truth be too, told, right? you look at that <laughs> roster – and you know we love Kyle Lowry, but yep. you really have Olympians. They're Olympians. <laughs> yeah, right. He had overachievers, and that's maybe the only reason he stays. But you know, you got Damari Carroll, Jonas Valanciunas. You've got uh, Bismack Biombo, who was a reclamation person. Who might leave. He's yeah, great. Might leave. I don't know. You look at the roster and you say to yourself, you know what? I'm I'm in a I'm in Canada. You know, people were into it, though. People did get into it, but I don't know. I feel they like did. He wants to come to a big city and do his thing. In front of the big Have you ever seen DeRozan in a commercial? <laughs> nope. Okay. I think that kind of – this is a top five shooting guard in the league, and you haven't seen him in a spot. Two-time All-Star, correct? He's about to be an Olympian. He was on the World Cup team last time. Um, I've never seen this guy in a spot. So that right there could tell you what the answer could be because people don't talk about DeMar, and he, he's a pretty darn good player. Um, I'm hearing the Wizards might go after Ryan Anderson. I think that would be a good fit. Nene's a free agent, the stretch four to play with Beal and, and John Wall. Um, Jamal Crawford, the Knicks could potentially sign him. Is is it too old, or would he be good coming back as a nice sixth man for the Knicks, and they do need a two-guard anyway? I don't know. I've been in that movie before. Give me some youth. Yeah. Well, do you trust Eric Gordon? Now, this guy's had injuries. He's probably going to lead the Pelicans. Do you trust him to be a two-guard for our New York Knicks? I mean, the problem is the market for two-guards is very thin. Yes. But I, I you're, never really talking Eric Gordon. Courtney Lee. Coming, yeah, even coming out Kevin. of Indiana. But, but like you say, there isn't much going on. You're not going to pay DeMar DeRozan his money. So you're going to look at, a, you know, which is Courtney Lee and, and uh, Jamal Crawford. I mean, you need somebody, though, because if Aaron Aflalo doesn't come back, who's your Yeah, he's not coming part? back. Kevin Martin. You know, I mean, an old veteran scorer, but he's starting Special to get up there game. in age. Would you revisit Jeremy Lin again? No. No. Those <laughs> days are gone. I mean, my man, you wait, know. Wait. He played good at Charlotte. Give him some credit. You, you know, know? He's actually a really good spark off the bench. 
if he, he gets minutes, he can play the one, he can play the two. He's kind of a he's kind of an energy guy. He brings offense off the bench. He's a good spark plug. I don't I don't deny that. I just think the Knicks need basic building blocks, and and I don't think he's a building block at the one or the two. Hassan Whiteside. Now Lakers, a bunch of teams could be interested in him. Um, who do you think? He now he's be, saying he wants to sign early, so like we might hear something at like twelve oh one a.m. Friday. Why would I mean, you do that to me. That's stupid. I mean, not if you, not if you're getting a, a big time contract. If you but know that you kind of want to go somewhere, regardless. I mean, you're really all about like the team that jumps first at your door at twelve oh one. I mean, let it play out for a few days. You know, let's see where all the free agents go because nowadays it's all about, you know, winning in the NBA is about stars, and it's about your top two or three players being megastars. There's a lot of centers, though, Ray. Noah, Howard, Gasol, Al Hawford. There's only so many seats. So it's musical chairs and so much money. I guess, now, yeah, but all you know of those, what I mean? What's like, the common, what's the common bond with all of those guys? They're all they're old. The <laughs> they're all past their prime. He's the only center on the right side of of his prime. Old players. <laughs> uh, would you say Gasol's too old for the next to look at? Consider him. Yeah, Gasol needs to go to a team that's competing for a championship or competing for a deep playoff run. That's not. Did he replace David West at the Spurs? Ah, Spurs would take him. I'm sure they would love him. They help him on the boards. You know, the Spurs. One of the things that they that they are missing when Timmy starts to age is on the on the glass. Does he retire? I mean, we haven't heard anything. He's a quiet guy. Ginobili's opting out, but and so does David West. Is Duncan done, or is he going to go for one one more one more campaign? So, what well, the interesting thing with Duncan is money's not an issue. Meaning, you know, the Spurs and Duncan will come to an agreement, and he'll get paid whatever, maybe at the veterans minimum. Maybe he'll do a David West and take. Uh, you know, whatever. It'll take five million, eight million, yeah. something like that. So, with the salary cap going up, it's it's not a, it's not going to be a money issue. So, it's going to be a do you want to go to 65 games with Popovich sitting you? You know, maybe maybe even less. Maybe those fifty five to sixty games. I don't know. I think this playoffs put a bad taste in his mouth. He did score nineteen in his last game, so give him kudos for that. But I don't yeah. think this is the way Timmy wanted to go out where he was a non-factor in in several of those games. In a Western Conference semis, Tim Duncan, the best power forward ever, the five-time champion, the four-time NBA Finals MVP, was was a non-factor. Three-time Finals MVP was a a no-show, a non-factor. I don't know if he can live with that. So, to me... But do you think he's got enough in the tank to come another season? I mean... He got old real quick there. I don't know. He did. He did. And yeah, he really did. You know, unfortunately, it gets exposed in the Western Conference. You can kind of get away with it in other, you know, maybe in the East or, or maybe in those early rounds. But when you're playing Golden State and Oklahoma City, they do it in different ways. Golden State because they go small. Oklahoma City because they go big. But 
bad matchups. I don't know. I, I, I think Timmy's retiring. And, you know, I love Timmy from back in, in, in Wake Forest yeah. days. But I think he's done. Well, we'll transition as we're wrapping up the you know quick uh, thirty-minute show, and we will open up and basically talk NBA free agency on Friday. It is going to be full force. I'm sure that first day, by the time we come on at seven thirty at night or eight thirty, we will have a ton of guys going places. Um, baseball Cubs have been losing a little bit. They're still up by nine games. You see, the Indians are doing their thing. The Giants are doing their thing. I got to say, I love that they honored and retired. The Cincinnati Reds honored the big red machine, Ray, and they retired Pete Rose's number. Long overdue. Look, they're 29 and 47. It's sad. There's no sign of winning. But give me a quick thought and a memory of, I guess we'd have to rank our all-time greatest teams in baseball, and I would believe the big red machine would have to be in both of our top fives winning favorite players, uh, what do you think about what the Reds did this weekend honoring the team and Rose? Well, if they can honor him, then, you know, baseball can honor him. He was the manager, right, when this was going on, this whole betting and baseball thing. But put that aside for a second. On the field, the big red machine was uh, amazing. the dynasty. <laughs> they didn't even win as many as they should have. But that right, because they lost before to the A's before they finally broke through and won, exactly. Yeah, but that team, though, and think about how good they were, but think about the guys, the characters, the John uh, Benches of the world and the, and the Joe Morgans and the Pete Roses and the Concepcion's and the and – the, uh, Tony uh, Perez. Tony Perez. I mean, these guys were all – not only Hall of Famers, but they had life. They were characters. They were people that you could yeah. associate with. And then Johnny Hustle right there. Pete Rose, man. That was that was a that was Good a old Charlie Hustle. Charlie Hustle, number fourteen. Uh, in your program. You know, one in your heart. I always tell people that's one of the first little sports books I read about Pete Rose and I, I just um that's my guy. I don't care what anybody says. Pete Rose will always be my guy, my 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 fan. And being a Yankee fan, Cincinnati Reds as a child was that was always my second favorite team. And Rose and 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 Morgan and Concepcion were like my favorite players. George Foster, I mean, just insane, you know. So look, there'll be some great baseball this week. Enjoy Wimbledon, you know. To finish watching the soccer. Um, there'll be a ton of rumors leading up to uh, mm-hmm. NBA free agency. So Ray and Tay, you know, you sort of just follow us on Twitter. We'll be tweeting out and updating stuff. But basically it is it is going to be mayhem. It looks like LeBron's staying in Cleveland. But if Durant does leave, Ray, it will change the entire landscape of the NBA. And it's going to be fascinating to see if Dwight Howard gets – a max deal, which I don't think he will, and it might hurt his feelings. <laughs> well, we'll and I don't see think on Friday or Saturday. On Friday. I don't know soon enough. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Great show, and uh, thanks for uh, talking sports with friends. Out. Out.